Hey there, welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna Thomas here, your mother-daughter duo. And this week we are coming at you with a big picture topic about life satisfaction. But before we get into that, let's back up again. Habit tracking. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about this the past couple weeks because you know what? We said we were going to talk about it, and a little bit of follow-through feels good, right? Uh, Doing what you say you're going to do can increase Mm -hmm. confidence and belief in ourselves. So, Mom, I'm going to throw it right over to you. Update on habit tracking. How's it going? Yeah, I I love it that we're picking our head up this week, and we spend a lot of time in the here and the now and the details and the action and the thoughts around it. And and I, I don't think we can lose sight of being able to see the bigger picture and things that go into that. And that was what came to me for my habit tracking this week. For me, the, uh, you know, I track things in the here and the now, especially my, my activity and my nutrition, really trying to sync that up a little bit better. But what I realized, and even from everything I've read, uh, you know, it's all coming together in that it's not a perfect relationship. I do this, I eat this, everything's great. There, there, there's, there's an art and a science to all of this that I want to keep in front of me is that I can have really great habits, uh, but where are they leading to? Uh, You know, that if I use trackers or, you know, things for my activity, how many calories am I burning? How many am I taking in? Those are uh, good estimates, but they're estimates. So it was just a great reminder for me that having the awareness that, A, nothing's perfect and it shouldn't be. It doesn't need to be. It's creating awareness for me so I can see patterns, whether they're short-term immediate patterns or they're larger patterns. I really like to keep one hand in each so that uh, one doesn't veer off too differently than the other, because ultimately they're all going in the same direction. But it's not just if, you know, keeping my head down. And that's the visual for me. And when my head's down and I, you know, some of the language I'll see even on social media, like I'm grinding it out. Not really. I'm just paying attention to what's happening in the here and the now. However, I really want to make sure, and this is what we'll do today with all of us as a group, uh, keep your head lifted and look out to make sure that the horizon that you're looking at is the place that you want to go so that these daily habits and the thing that you're doing uh, continue to be in alignment with where you want to go. Because sometimes I could do the things and really get into, I'm going to do this, this, and this, but my bigger picture changed. So it always pays to go back and make sure that they're aligned and intertwined and and synergistically moving. So that's what I had today is there's art and science, even when you're objectively tracking things and to use it for what it is, because your judgment, your wisdom, your curiosity, and all those things that we possess as individuals, we need them still. I'm not going to outsource that stuff. I I still need to be a participant in my long and short-term behaviors. I like that. I especially like how you were talking about patterns, right? You're getting that data, that information about yourself. So, you know, the scientists and us are going to geek out about that. You're getting that information and then you can make informed decisions, right? Yeah. So it's not just, I don't like to live my life walking around just making decisions last second off the cuff with whatever emotion I'm feeling, or maybe my blood sugar is low and I'm hungry and that's going to influence how I'm acting. So you just, you get a little bit more say, a little bit more control in the decisions you're making. And, you know, we can fall into those things like decision fatigue at the end of the day. So even having that tracker then can serve as your plan, right? It's all about just having a little bit more say, a little bit more planning in there. And part of the insight that I've been getting with my tracker is that I love that 10 minutes aspect of it or five minutes. Like for me, I'm putting down, I want to do five minutes of this, 10 minutes of this, because what I'm finding more and more is if I get in my zone, 
I'm going to go for longer than that. And that's cool. That was kind of the goal, like a little unwritten or unspoken goal in the first part. Like I would like to spend more time on this aspect of my life. So I'm going to start with five minutes a day. And now I'm finding that again, I'm just getting into it. And without even thinking about it, I'm able to spend longer working on certain tasks. And that is something that I wanted. Now, if I don't have the bandwidth, either time or energy, mental capacity, and I only, in quotes, get my five minutes done, it's still a win. So that's what I like about that too, is that it still works both ways. I've got this amount that if I do, that's still a check mark and that's still a win. That's a win. Or if I go for an hour, that's a win. So I like to be able to, you know, give myself some grace there. It's not like if I don't, you know, work out for two hours, that's a fail. Like, no, 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 no. Every little bit counts and that reassurance. And again, you're showing up for yourself. Like, hey, me, you can trust me because I said I was going to do this. Let's build some confidence. So habit tracking, if you're at home and you're tracking, how's it going? Uh, My friend sent me an image of her habit tracker in terms of the different movements she's doing throughout the week. And I just think that's so cool. So if you ever want to send us your trackers, like, hey, look at I'm tracking, like tag us in your trackers. Like, we love that. Like, because we're doing this together. And it's more of that gentle accountability and that community. Hey, let's do it together. So, all right, that's our habit tracking piece of it. Today, we're going to talk about satisfaction. So right off the bat, let's start with some definitions. One way to look at satisfaction or to define it as something more acute. You can think of it as the thrill that you get of accomplishing a goal that you worked for. So let's say you were in a class and you studied really, really hard all week and you got an A on your test. That feels good. That feel that good feeling that you get, that satisfaction because you put in some hard work. There was maybe some pain in there from the studying and you get the payoff. Now, if you were someone who cheated on the test and still got an A, you actually won't feel as good getting that A because you didn't put in that work to get it. So satisfaction is a very interesting topic to me and it's been top of mind. I'm actually reading a new book right now uh, by social scientist Arthur C. Brooks. He wrote it with Oprah and it's called Build the Life You Want. And it's really about how can we be happier? And we've talked about happiness before on the podcast. And one of the big things about happiness, one of my favorite quotes from him is, happiness is not a destination, it's a direction. Like, hey, I just want to be happier. Maybe that's one of your goals. And he breaks it down in a really cool way that it's part enjoyment of life, part satisfaction, and part purpose. And so today we're going to go more macro. Today we're going to talk about life satisfaction. And mom, I love how you mentioned that in the habit tracking, that that's more of a, we're down in the details, maybe our heads down doing the tracking, Mm -hmm. but there is the benefit of taking, you know, picking your head up, like you said, looking around and getting more big picture. So today we're talking about life satisfaction and that can be defined as your overall assessment of your feelings and attitudes about your life at a particular point in time. It's how you're evaluating your quality of life. And mom, when you talked about last week, being able to sit on the couch and snuggling with your dogs um, in terms of your core values, like how do you want to feel? Are you living in alignment with your values? And being able to feel contented sitting on the couch. I would say that that sounds like you're feeling satisfied. That's a measure of satisfaction to be able to sit and feel good about the decisions that you've been making. So again, happiness, that's more immediate. That's in the moment. That's kind of a fleeting feeling. Uh, This life satisfaction, it's broader. It's more stable. And so, 
you know, a lot more research came out about this and around the year 2000, uh, the field of positive psychology was created mm-hmm. that looked at things like happiness and subjective well-being and satisfaction. But in general, it can be a hard thing to measure. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's funny, like how you operationalize the, the fancy word for how do you define the variable of satisfaction? Is it how many times someone smiles in a session mm-hmm. or how much you laugh in life versus how much you cry? So it, it can be difficult to get these more objective <laughs> ways to define it. But one thing that scientists have got good at, social scientists, is creating surveys. So subjective. So you can respond to questions and that can give us an idea of where you fall on that. And mom, I think you're going to talk about that in a little bit. But Mm -hmm. satisfaction, what are you thinking about it? I I think that my initial language around it would have been contentment. Mm -hmm. That's where I, my, how I would have, um, put language to it uh, of the feeling. And you're right, like based on my core values where they are in this season, am I, uh, am I touching, having those touch points during the day where I feel like the things that are important to me, I'm doing enough mm-hmm. to where at the end of the day, and you know, if I'm just looking at a 24 hour period, I feel really good and calm at the end of the night. And, and that is like living the best life. Like that is a, that's a thing for me. And and I do feel differently if during my, the flow of my day, uh, different things are happening. Uh, and 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 but I will take that with a grain of salt. In that I feel equipped to my life can have um, different ways that I spend my day based on uh, my community, the people that I need to be. Like it's not just me going. What do I need exactly right now? Like I live in the real world too. So there are people that uh, like I have friendships and relationships and not everybody's in the same life stage that I am. But I feel overall when I pick my head up, I'm spending enough time doing the things that matter to me and the core values that I hold dear now. And it's that it's it's that parallel that I'm finding the power of it. You know, this is all discovery for me, too, because I always thought this stuff was elusive. This was bigger. It was a way. Uh, you know, this is one thing about being older, Claire, that I wonder if it comes into your thought process more just because, you know, you're getting older. And that is a thing with satisfaction. People that are getting older tend to look at that a little bit more because maybe they've got more data points. Maybe they're looking at how many years do I have left? And without being morbid about it, I believe that there's, you know, like you're getting that right now. Like you are are investing in that, which I think is super cool. And that is I, like I'm grateful to watch you do that because I feel like I'm naturally doing it, and all of this matters. It matters in the short run. It matters in the long run, and it doesn't take that much time. It takes direction, and that's mm-hmm. why we're going to do something together. Is that making sense? Because I I feel almost overwhelmed with this because it feels like a big topic, but when I drill it down, it's how I feel at the end of the day, and that compounds like interest at the bank. Yeah. I I agree with you that when we just hear some of these topics thrown around, it does feel like this elusive, like I'm always going to be chasing it. You know, you get the Rolling Stones, you know, I can't get no satisfaction. And (laughs) so, I mean, yes, but then I love how you say it all matters because I completely agree with you. And I think the thing that struck me the most is that it doesn't take a ton of time. It takes direction. Like, I love that because that is, in essence, what we've been doing with the podcast. So some of this information, like, mom, in a second here, you're going to walk us through some questions or we can actually put a number on it, what our life satisfaction is right now. And then guess what? You listening, 
you get to do this too and get your number. And then you get to decide what to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. It's not going to take that much time, but you're going to get some interesting information and then you get to decide what to do with it. So I love that. I feel like that should almost be, you know, printed on our t-shirt or our slogan or something. It doesn't <laughs> take that much time. It takes direction. And that's really what we're mm -hmm. here to do. Right. So, which makes it almost artificial, which we talked about last week. Like, I don't know. I wasn't thinking I was going to talk about life satisfaction today. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the thing in your life that's on fire or that's mm -hmm. even on your radar, but it doesn't take much for you to go, what do I think about that right now? Like, that's what I love having these conversations where they're, they're, uh, they don't, they, they, they are things that are around me in my orbit, things that are around us, things that are happening, conversations that are happening. And I get to personalize them in a way that doesn't feel like there's a deadline to it. I have to do it. Like I'm getting in front of it. Mm -hmm. I'm getting in front of it and I can make informed decisions that I'm finding have huge influence on the way that I'm spending the discretionary time that I have. And that to me feels efficient or the scientist in me, like that feels efficient, but it also feels like it's purposeful and that matters to me. And being purposeful and walking through my life is not something that I want to wait till I'm on my deathbed to figure out where I had missteps or where I did well. I have lots of influence right now and I'm going to pick it up and take it. And I'm watching you do it too. You know, I'm thinking if you have littles at home, but you're like, you just write off the whole season because like you're busy, you have little, no. There's still that that autonomous piece of you that's in there, that's growing, that's learning, that our kids are learning too. Mm -hmm. So anything that you're doing for you, your kids are learning as well. And I think that is that is investment in future generations that is so valuable. I didn't understand it before, but I'm watching it happen. And that's cool. Man, there's so much truth to that. Every day I'm, you know, talking about something that we've either talked about on the podcast or I've come up on my reading that I can see playing out in my eight and nine year old's life. And it's mm. just, it's, and at one point I feel like, I hope I'm not too like on a soapbox, like, but to be able to share these things and to just start thinking about it, right. You know, we've all heard the benefit of even planting a seed. So I'm going to echo what you say that um, kids or anyone in your orbit, yeah. If you're putting in this work on yourself, and again, it doesn't need to be something that takes up all your time, but it's it's direction purposeful, people will notice that. People will see. And even if they can't pinpoint exactly what it is, you're being a, a great example for those around you. So good job. And <laughs> high five. And, uh, so I think we should get into this test, mom. So there's okay. this R Riverside Life Satisfaction <clears throat> Scale that was developed by a bunch of psychologists. And, you know, it gives us, well, do you want to explain it to us? I guess you can go. Well, there's, yeah, there, there's six statements that I'll read. And we get a chance to, again, this is the direction. Instead of going, I'm not sure even how to think about satisfaction. Well, we can ask ourselves some pointed questions. And these psychologists figured out these ones that actually tap into some really significant thoughts and feelings that matter to people. So here's what I'll do. I'll read them and each of them, you'll give a number. So a one to seven. So you're going to have to do a little bit of math. You can figure it out if you need to get your phone so you can use your calculator, you do mm -hmm. that. But a one would be like, you know, strongly disagree. A seven is like, you really agree with it. And you'll, you'll get a score at the end that gives you a really good idea on how your life satisfaction is today in this particular season for how you are right now. So again, it doesn't have to be perfect. There's art and science to this thing and you get to decide what you do with it, right? So here we go. We've got seven statements. 
you decide. I'll read them twice, but let's get through and just note where you are with these one to seven. Got it? Okay. So the first one is number one, I like how my life is going. I'll say it again. I like how my life is going. The second one, if I could live my life over, I would change many things. If I could live my life over, I would change many things. Again, a one to seven scale. Seven being totally agree or very much agree. The third one, I am content with my life. I am content with my life. Number four, those around me seem to be living better lives than my own. I'll read it again. Those around me seem to be living better lives than my own. Number five, I am satisfied with where I am in life right now. I am satisfied where I am in life right now, one to seven. And the sixth one, I want to change the path my life is on. Mm. I want to change the path my life is on. So in true Joyful Rebels fashion, low-hanging fruit, your first impression of this statement not what number you think you should have, whatever number you came up with, total them up. How did that go for you, Claire? Are you willing to share? <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing that I'm just having to add seven numbers and I'm like, shoot, like carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> did not have my phone within reach to like use the calculator. So that's um silly, but yeah. So you might have a number, you might say, what does that number mean? So mm -hmm. I do have pulled up here, understanding what your score means. And so just a very quick breakdown that I'm going to share in the show notes. But basically, if your score was between 30 and 35, that's considered the highest, very high score, highly satisfied. If you are 25 to 29, still consider it a high score. Um <clears throat> 20 to 24 is about average. That's what they would call the average life satisfaction. And this is coming from Ed Diener, who is kind of the guy who started to quantify happiness and subjective well-being. Um, 15 to 19 is considered slightly below average. 10 to 14, dissatisfied. 5 to 9, extremely dissatisfied. So again, we just got these categories, just if you wanted to know where does my number fall in. So you know, I was in the 30s. So I'll, I will just share that. I actually thought going into this, I originally was like, I'll share whatever I get. And then I was like, <laughs> weird to share whatever I get. Um, but I will say that uh, that does line up with me. I do. And I've talked before when we talked about happiness, about how generally in life right now, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy about where my life's at. Now, if you would have asked me five, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, very different answers, right? So even though we're talking about life satisfaction, it's still in this chunk of time of your life. So whatever number that you got, um, be curious. That's what I want to say about it. Because the, the point of doing this was not to either like pat yourself on the back or to feel really bad, but it's to get some more information. Again, you're getting data about yourselves. And so we get this data. Can you look at it objectively? 
Are you in a range where you're like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm cool with that. Okay. Well, you know what? That's just something to know. And maybe in the next season of your life or at some point in the future, you revisit it again, right? Because it's just one data point potentially among many. If you look at it and you're like, this is not maybe what I was expecting or not really where I want to be. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's also information. Now, you get the chance to decide what to do about it. And maybe that's just something that you acknowledge and keep in the back of your head for when it's time or you feel ready to do something about it. Or maybe you're like, okay, what can I do to increase my life satisfaction? Maybe I need to go back and revisit what my core values are. Like maybe I'm just in this state of feeling stuck or unsure and I need to get clear on what's important to me. Because mm. if we're not living in alignment with our values, remember, we can kind of feel icky and stuck and we've got that cognitive dissonance. Our brain doesn't like it when what we do doesn't line up with what is important to us. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's just something like going back to last week's podcast and looking at the show notes and downloading that core values form, taking five minutes. Okay, let me get clear on that. <laughs> uh, revisiting some of the other podcast episodes, honestly, because one of the things we have strived to do is at the end, mostly at the end of every episode, we have a couple, hey, try this at home. And so I'll say it one more time, mom, as we're wrapping up here. I love how you said it's not about the time, although deciding to take time to work on these things is incredibly important and an amazing decision. And yes, we applaud you if you're taking the time to do it, but it's not meant to take a ton of time. It's having some direction. It's being mm -hmm. intentional. Okay. I got this information, this number that I got on this um, scale of my life satisfaction. What are you going to do with it? And only you can answer that question. But we've got some tools for you. And so that's where we're going to end it this week, guys. We're going to say, if you didn't get the time to add up the numbers or you were like me and you're like, oh, I need to go get a calculator. That's okay. <laughs> Rewind go through it. And we'll also put information about the scoring of this test and the questions in the show notes if you want to go back or if you want to share with someone. But that's your to-do for this week. Figure out your number and then decide what are you going to do about it. Until next time, Rebels.